Hi, this is Jay Ossing from Twin Peaks The Return. You're listening to Inspirado Projecto. Today is uh, the second, Monday the second. Labor Day. I'm heading up to Keichung. And I was just thinking, I was walking. I'm a pedestrian. And I was walking. And so, something echoed into my brain. Something that some people... I heard someone was saying something to me the other day about how, you know, they were just basically like, watch, you know, watch where you're going because um, people have been getting hit by more cars lately or something. Something about the idea that um, you know, just really watch where you're going. Really, really look around at the crosswalks and really make sure that you got yourself safe. You know, you know where you're at. Make sure that no cars are going to get you. But someone always say something about cars were, uh, I don't know if it was just in Los Angeles or, um, you know, exactly where. But yeah, they said something about that. At the at the crosswalks, people have been getting getting hit. And so it started making me think, you know, with the uh, conspiracy theory mind, the investigative the, the investigative mind that I have, I started thinking, wow, right now there's this I don't know if I'll call it a revolution, but um, more of a awareness and catering to pedestrians. If you notice, I don't know if you got them in your town, but there are these little scooters all over the uh, little scooters all over the sidewalks. And what's so cool is it enables folks who are walkers to Utilize. They could, they're smart scooters, as they say. They're smart. Are we smart in giving them our private information? Yet one more company? Is it smart for us to give them our information and for them to share that, share that, share that, share that? Who knows? That's not the point of this talk, of this thought, of this epiphany point is there's more of a catering to more of an idea of hey let's let's help out the pedestrian and it might be encouraging a lot more people to to not use their cars as much and to get out there and utilize these scooters so I started thinking okay okay what would be... Um, let's try to think of ways, you know, whatever the motivations would be of particular companies that might not like that idea of, of, uh, of the pedestrians not using cars, not using the gas. You know, who's suffering at that? I, and I use suffering very loosely and in big quotes. Who's suffering? Who's... Uh, missing out, so to speak. Who's missing out the attention of, um, of those pedestrians, of those people who would otherwise might be driving up to the store, but instead they see a little scooter parked up in front of their apartment complex and they go, you know what, this is, this is what I'm gonna do instead. I'm gonna zip this up there. Quick 10 minute ride, there it is. Now, with the grocery store situation, obviously, you know, you got groceries to worry about that you gotta carry who knows if that's the best analogy uh, so who's missing out on that well uh, the, well the mechanics because there's not wear and tear happening on the car uh, 
gas stations because you're not using gas. Um, let's see. So it could be one of those things that the, let's say the oil industry or whoever puts out there to give this idea. Oh, see, it's better to drive the car than to be hit by the car. See you guys. It's not so smart being a, you know, being a pedestrian. It's not so smart. So that had popped in my brain. Um, I think about the, uh, let's see, the billionaire, the billionaire rich person, the billionaire who has a certain agenda or they, you know, they want to change the landscape, so to speak, the social everything landscape. Um... What would that billionaire do? Well, they might start making up rumors. They might start going to Fiverr and hiring people to write articles about this stuff. Um, From all these years of working behind the scenes in the uh, television and film industry, I've learned a lot about what really goes on behind the scenes goes behind, uh, goes on in creating the media that you're watching the media that's out there they tell us it's true if a liar tells you that something they're saying is true and you don't know they're a liar there you go you might be one inclined to believe that truth And of course, this gets into a dicey situation because if you're investigative and looking to find the cracks, so to speak, in 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 what's going on, and you find it, see that's then there's the there's that lens. So now it's a tricky thing because now you got this lens where you're looking at at everything possibly through that lens and wondering ah what's the magic trick what's the magic trick um and there doesn't have to be cynicism involved um a curiosity and wanting to know the true story I think that's a that's a good way of putting it a curiosity in learning the true story what are the ingredients to this cake I'm eating this delicious cake what's in it oh uh, paraffin. Uh, 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 what do they call it? What do they call that now? It's on all the, the dishwashing. Uh, petroleum. Um, you know, all of these, uh, all these things that are concocted in laboratories. It's all chemistry, and they make things taste like certain things, certain tastes trigger certain receptors in the brain, the dopamines, all that razzmatazz. So when you got um, your top psychologists who know how to play the human like a fiddle, um then you're going to you know you hire those people for your company they take care of that stuff for you so they know that it 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 hits on all cylinders like mcdonald's uh no one's really questioning what's inside that beef patty what's actually in there so you know people don't want to hear that hot dogs are made up of uh lips and assholes (laughs) no no one wants to, 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 to know that. Um, at least not those who are just stopping by. Oh, it's a, do- it's a hot dog shop. Let's go and get a hot dog. And then how does that come into play with someone who manifests their reality? All those things. How does that come into play with manifesting your own reality and um, creating 
choosing the life that you want to live. These are a lot of interesting things to ponder. As I make my way down the subway, we will talk more about these shenanigans later. Some kind of event going on over here with Lana Del Rey. I'm going to ask these guys what's going on. Hey, guys. What, what is this event? Excuse me. Let me finish talking to my girlfriend. Yeah, you know, just say, you know, that... So what we see back here is a um, few picnic tables, uh, some umbrellas. They're playing Lana Del Rey music. Uh, a bunch of people in here. Yeah, of course. Who really knows what's going on? We're going to try to get the scoop here. So what is it? What is uh, all this stuff about? Ten more. Lana Del Rey yeah. listening party? Nah, just um, like a pop shop, they call it. Oh, okay. And so, what, is she here? Is she, will she no. be here? No. Maybe. Oh. Could be. How long is this going on for, do you know? Till 8 o'clock. Oh, it's just one day? Well, it was Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Oh, it was a few days. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. This is really great, man. Uh, are you enjoying the event so far? Yeah, yeah. Meeting some nice people? Yeah, and... I mean, jerks. Yeah. A holes. It's too bad, man. It's cool, though. I, I mean, it doesn't make me snap or nothing. It's just. Yeah. They make themselves look stupid. Yeah. And odd. <laughs> How many people do you usually put in there at a time? 10 to 20. Oh, that's varies. good. You know, the line starts going down. They'll tell me 10 or 15 or so. Then they, they get to buy food or whatever and then take photos and then leave. Okay. Do they have a time limit in there? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so there's someone kind of monitoring them. Yeah, there's three, four other guards in there. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Wow. Well, thanks for letting me know, man. Take care. What's your name? Robert. I'm Kurt. Nice to meet you. You too. Have a good time out here. So there you go. Lana Del Rey event. Pop-up shop. It's interesting because uh, yesterday, yesterday, um, yesterday, I was talking with Josh Eisenstadt about the uh, those pop-up stores, the Twin Peaks ones that uh, that they had, and uh, and that was awesome. That was awesome. I'm see- we're seeing a lot more of this stuff going on. Does this happen in your town? Do you guys have these pop-up shops that are like for like uh, a week week or so ago they had the Peach Pit nine hundred two and zero Peach Pit. In honor of this new series that's coming out. Also, I gotta ask if any of you, any of you living out here in Los Angeles, any of you happen to go to the Lana Del Rey pop-up shop? What were your experiences? I'm very curious. I'm very curious. Perhaps you even went to the uh, the Peach Pit pop-up shop. If so, I'd love to know. I'd love to know what was your experience? What was that like? Wow, man. This, you know, there is so much creativity going on everywhere. But I, you know, I'd say out here in Los Angeles, because that's, that's the only place I live right now, I'd say there's a whole hell of a lot of creativity going on out here and a whole lot of exciting, astounding, creative. You know, I just met. <laughs> This is crazy. I just met... Well, first of all, I had a, a terrific Inspirato Projecto Keechung episode. I had some wonderful guests on there. I'm not going to give away anything, so you're, you're going to have to uh, listen to that episode. Go to Mixcloud.com slash Inspirato Projecto and look up the one um, for September 2nd, Labor Day. Look up the September 2nd Labor Day episode and you will hear what I'm talking about. Who knows? This, this podcast episode might even come out after the K-Chung episode comes out. 
I'm on my way home now. Uh, I send the file to me. I send the MP3 to me through WeTransfer. Some might say, well, why don't you just carry a flash drive? That's another good option. I can do that, too. Uh, I can do that, too. Thank you for that suggestion. So I email it to myself. And then I open it up, and I upload it to Mixcloud. So this is the exciting part. While I was there in the studio, I was about to leave. I was, getting, I was, I was nearing the end of the episode. I was talking... To someone on the phone Which is a new thing That I'm going to start doing more often Is talking to people on the phone So that way they don't have to be in the studio It'll spice it up It'll spice it up So What's crazy is I got to meet Remember when I told you how much I was flipping out When I met George Jensen Who is one of the original creators of K-Chung Well Today I met Michael and Nicole uh, who are the general managers of K-Chung. And these are the folks that I'm, I've been talking... That I, I've never met them in person. Never met these people in person. Yet today I met these people in person. It was awesome. It was awesome. They were open. Open to suggestions. Uh, they told them all about Kapow. And they seemed very excited about being a part of the madness. So, if I could get them excited, get them telling people about it, we could have a real, a real fun time. Uh, what I'd like to do is uh, ideally get one of those folks out uh, to, you know, ideally the person who knows the mobile transmitting stuff the best. Have that person come out and check out the check out LA Grip, check out the situation so that way they can kind of visualize where they'll set up, how they'll set up um, the Wi-Fi stuff we kind of have some preliminary uh, sort of rehearsal if you will, find out, we can find out what radio dial works the best and then we can start promoting that I just love that idea of promoting the radio dial to people, say hey guess what, You tune into your old time radio Turn into the old-time radio state. Uh, get out your old radios. T- turn on. Tune in. And then other people could obviously stream. So, that's something I'm very, very, very excited about. Very, very, very excited about. The hits just keep coming, don't they? The hits just keep on trucking. The Ventura County Fairgrounds, the Bohemoth. Have you ever heard of the Reservoir Dogs soundtrack? It's very, very funny. Very. It's funny. Why is it funny? Well, um, good songs in there. Uh, what I like is the the DJ on there, Stephen Wright. Oh my God, this is so cool. I talked to Michael and. This is kick ass. How cool is this? I met, I met, you know, the people who are at the epicenter of this stuff. God, that's so astounding. I met the people at the epicenter of, of K-Trump. And so now... Ideas cooking. We get we get these guys all talking to each other. We get we get interactions happening. We get uh, 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 the meetings of the minds going on. So yeah, I'm very 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 excited. Um, I'll talk with you guys more about these shenanigans later. It's now September third. Day after K-Chung, we see two new scooters out here that d- definitely deserve uh, Yali Crew stickers. I'm all out at this point. So uh, today's after today's the day after K-Chung. 
I just got a text that uh, my Aunt Gloria is now in hospice. She can transition into the great unknown any day now. There's no telling when. Her health just kept declining. Um, One day she apparently was trying to take a shower this is this is like a year or so ago she's trying to take a shower and then she slipped and fell and she just unconscious um and the kids weren't hearing any fr- anything from her you know my cousins they didn't they weren't hearing anything from her um I don't know if she got knocked unconscious or what but they They ended up finding out that she really hurt herself. And so she went into the hospital and that did something weird. I mean, that somehow related to that, it it, it uh, looked like it was hard for her to walk. So then she was confined to a wheelchair. And then uh, about a couple weeks ago, I think, um, she... She tried to get out of her chair to go to go to the bathroom because normally people have to help her out. And she ended up falling on her back and hurting her, hurting herself again. That injured her and got you know she got in a bad shape with that. So now uh, she's she's just been kind of in and out of consciousness, mostly out of consciousness. So when you hear these things about your relatives. I mean, we, we, you know, I got so many fond memories of us going out there to her house during the holidays, all the fun times with the family. It's so strange how you can be so close to family and due to whatever circumstances, you know, you sort of, I don't want to say you become estranged, but you, you, you know, especially if, I, you know, I moved out to California, they're all out there and in the Chicagoland area. And, uh, so, you know, when you hear, when you hear stories like this, it really makes you think about your own mortality, of course. Right now, as I'm podcasting, my aunt is unconscious. And she might die, she might die by the time I release this podcast. Isn't that strange? So right now, Right now, this woman exists as this personality, as this earthling that has lived a whole life, seen so many things, has such a great sense of humor, made so many friends, so many stories, so many memories, and then... It all could just go away in a couple days. And, you know, and to think that, that that could happen to anybody, to any of us, at any time. I've been doing this kapow scheduling a lot lately, trying to get all these little tiny pieces in, and it's, I gotta, I gotta admit, it's very, very frustrating. I've probably talked to you all about this. As you know, you're kind of, in a sense, my personal therapist. And also, uh, a record for my future self, of course, to listen back on. But there's nothing that really prepares us for this. There's nothing that... There's nothing that prepares you or, or, or uh, a, you know, uh, a, a really good way of handling these types of situations when a loved one dies and transitions into the next realm into the great unknown you you just don't there's no way to really fully wrap your brain around this thing they're here one day they're gone the next one day you can talk to them the next day you can't I just encourage every single one of you please follow your dreams 
call your parents, call your guardians, call, call the people that are close to you in your life, the people who have been there for you and that you share a good rapport with. Call them up, tell them you love them. Call them up on the phone, actually call them up on the phone. All right, I'm gonna head in here and start getting my uh, rent stuff figured out. We'll talk more later. September 3rd, 8.50 p.m. I'm taking a little trip and borrowing Jenny's car right now. Taking a trip, take a little trip with me. Taking a little trip. Um, got the air conditioning on. You know, it's so funny because uh, I'm wearing my Yachtly Crew hoodie. One would think, what the hell do you need a hoodie for in the summertime? People are probably going to be walking around their... Uh, tank tops, their shorts, um, and why is that guy wearing a, a, a hoodie? Well, I carry my postcards in the pocket. I'm all out of stickers, but I carry my postcards right here in the pocket. I'm going to hide them all over the store. It's part of the fun. When you're in a band, when you, when you want to market things... It's fun to like just go out there and give them out to the people. Even if they're Easter eggs. That's part of the fun. That's part of the art form. It's a very patient art form. When you hide Easter eggs, it's a very patient art form. You have to... It teaches you to love the process. It's a very good example in, in just really appreciating and loving and getting a kick out of the process. It takes away all power of impatience. It's great. It's a great way to redefine the situation because you're not sitting there, you know, standing by going, oh my God, is, it, is someone going to see it? Is someone going to find it? Is someone going to see the show? But... There's no, you know, my job is done once I, I was just scratching my hand on, my, my, the palm of my hand was itchy and I was just scratching it on the steering wheel. That's, that's something I will not do again. Did a little, little wibble wobble there in the car. So it's a very, it could be a very patient art form. Sometimes when I think of the word patience, I, I, you know that you there's the avenue of going I'm patient and I'm biding my time I'm patient I'm tolerating the patience I'm tolerating the time spent between when I want this thing and when I'm getting it and you know but you know what goes along with that is sometimes you're just really boiling underneath that you're boiling just waiting waiting there's another kind of patience where you which is what I'm really, really, it's great I'm saying this out loud. Um, I'm really trying to do infinite patience in whatever aspect. During traffic, during walking through the grocery store, walking down the sidewalk with slow people. That's a patience. That's a patience. And if I am to believe that I am a, 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 a being that manifests my realities, uh then certainly all this is here for me working for me in a way that that best help help best best helps me and so there's that kind of patience too going this is what's happening we're patient so handing out these little postcards that's a kind of patient art form it's a fun you just appreciate it for what it is you don't care you have no attachment to a care or a hope that someone finds it, reads it, looks at the website, uh, or even shows up to a show. All matters of desperation are non-visible. And uh, there's no, no, no effect there where it's hounding you to get it done 
So it's fun. So that's what I'm doing. Gonna go do that. Gotta get some new pants for Kapow. I was looking at photos from Kapow last year, and I'm like, whoa, the pants I'm wearing right now are the same ones I was wearing back then. Not that that's an issue. However, I just want pants that just, you know, fit me better. So, having said that, this looks like this is going to be our last year at NoHo 7 Lemley. The past three years we've done it, and uh, apparently it went up $500 last year. I didn't know that. And they just sprung on us that it's going to go up another 1000 And we said, what? Last year it was this amount to rent the theater. Now you're 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 giving a, it's another thousand. We just barely made last year's rent from what we got through the f- film freeway stuff. You're you're asking you're jacking up the price. We're not rich here. You know we're not rich here. We we make enough to cover expenses. This is a passion project. No one is actually. I think last year we actually made our money back. I think we had a little extra, maybe about 500 bucks that we put back into the account to help us pay for this year. Well, now we hear that they're jacking it up another thousand. Well, come on, folks. Let's not get greedy here. Do we need to get greedy here? Um, man. So then we rely on the filmmakers to invite their friends, their family to come out see the films. Yes, this makes it tricky for, you know, for those who live far away in other locations, foreigners coming in from who knows where. You know what? This is interesting. This makes me wonder, what what is it inside of us that that makes us want to air out the dirty laundry? What is it that makes us want to, because really no one wants to hear the dirty laundry, do they? Does anyone actually truly want to hear, like, that was the street. Does anyone actually truly want to hear all of the inner workings? Like, let's say you show up late for some place. And then you feel compelled to give them all these reasons or to tell them all this stuff that's in your personal life. Do they really need to hear that? No one really wants to hear that. Um, let's just cut to the chase. Let's talk about the reasons why we're here, what we're doing, what we're doing, and bam, 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 bam. So... I'm now thinking in uh, retrospect. How retro is that spec? <laughs> I just said it 30 seconds ago. In retrospect, uh, what is going on? Am I, am I where I need to be? That's the question here, folks. I'm a little misplaced, but I'll tell you what. I guess... I guess we're always where we need to be, aren't we? Otherwise, we wouldn't be there. The universe wouldn't have us there at that moment in time unless there's something to learn and information to apply. So, uh, 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 I am coming through. Hang, hang on, hang on. So what makes us want to decide to air out the dirty laundry? Is it a sense of that we, we want help? Are we saying these things out loud because we want someone who has the answers? So they go, oh, okay, here you go. Here's a solution. Some folks just want to get it off their chest. Well, okay. And then some folks want to get it off their chest and keep getting it off their chest and keep getting it off their chest and keep getting it off their chest and someone's handing them solutions as to how to get past that so they don't have to be tortured by this thing and don't have to complain anymore both for the benefit of the person who's listening to the complaining and also for the person who's doing the complaining. Because ultimately, who wants to be uh, billed as a complainer? Who wants to be known as a complainer? Not I. Not I. Am I trying to gain sympathy from you? Oh, me, poor me. I need it. Oh, Oh, that poor guy. Oh, he's dealing with this. Oh, that poor guy. Some folks are in, are sympathy whores. They just want sympathy all the time. So, 
I'm just letting you folks know it's a dirty thing to be a swindler. It's a dirty thing. To, it's a rotten thing to suddenly spring things up on people that um, you didn't tell them before until the last second. That's what they call the bait and switch. So that's what's called the bait and switch. You bait them with this and bam, switch it. Do you have friends like that? I have former acquaintances like that. Um, right, here we are. We are here. I'm going to take you with me through this journey. At least for a little bit of it. All these fluorescent lights. Wowzers. I sometimes wonder when I walk through these stores if I'll ever see some of the students that I've substitute taught. Sometimes I do. Sometimes it's hard to recognize these folks. Sometimes, I mean, especially now that I got long hair and a beard, I'm sure it's very tricky for them to even, uh, even uh, recognize me. All right, we're going to hang up here because uh, we got store music going on. I don't want to capture that. We'll talk to you later. Believe it or not, folks, we are not at a mariachi concert. We're actually at a parking lot. They're blasting, they're blasting it out of their car. So unapologetically. There it is. One of the things I wanted to say uh, <clears throat> concerning Kapow. Well, first of all, we definitely love to see out there. We would love to see you out there. Um, please come out. Visit us September 13th through the 19th. I'll be there the 15th uh, through the 19th. I've got two Yachtly Crew shows. Uh, but we, we would love to have you out there. And especially, um, you know, I'd like to put the call out there to podcasters. Any podcaster that that wants to come out, uh, there is so much great information that you're going to get, so much extraordinary content, because you'll be able to interview these filmmakers, especially if you got one of those podcasts where you focus on the filmmaking process and uh, the behind-the-scenes stuff. You're going to really get a kick out of that, because these people are coming from all over the globe. We got a gal coming in from Kuwait. We got people coming in from Mexico. We've got people coming in from North Carolina. It's crazy. It's kooky. It's Ali Aliuki. And these folks are, you know, just ripe with information. And they cannot wait to share it. One of the things I am trying to wrangle right now is get Kei Chung. And what a beautiful team up that would be. Kate, Kapow and Kachung! Kapow and Kachung! Two dynamic superhero names. Just brilliant. So I'm, uh, I sent out an email to those guys. I mean, all of the people that are subscribed to the lists on Kachung, I sent out that list. I said, folks, I would love it. I would absolutely love it. If you came out and broadcasted live uh, from the weekdays, what I'd like it is that it's like 10, 10 a.m. until 1230 because the first showing is at one. So I want those uh, I want those guys in there talking about that stuff. So if you if you happen to own a theater in Los Angeles uh, or if you happen to know of someone who has a theater who would be open to, to putting the film festival on there. Please, 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 please direct them my way. Uh, have them, have them sign, uh, have them, have them email kapowiff at gmail.com and I'll talk to them about it. We'll talk to them about it. Please. Yeah, if you know of a good theater. But, you know, these guys got to be good vibes. They can't be swindlers. They can't be... 
you know, they got to be people who un- they got to be people who understand that there's, you know, a process in this whole thing. And uh, we're not trying to take advantage of anyone. We got to make it mutually beneficial. That's my mission in all of this and all of my projects: mutual beneficiality. And uh, that's the key right there. Ensemble, all for one, one for all. Cooperation, collaboration, reciprocation, precipitation. There it is. That explains it all. All right, this guy looks a little squirrely. Sometimes you're on a freeway, some people look a little squirrely. They got a little squirrely, you know, they're, maybe they're moving a little erratically. So you just got to just gotta be careful. Actually, you know, I'm gonna let this dude pass me up. Joke's on them. Zippity doo dah. You're no longer next to me, bub. There you go. So if you, yeah, please, uh, direct us towards those people who own the film festivals. I want mutual beneficiality in anything I do, everything I do. And out in California, that's rare. It's even slightly unheard of. And when I explain this idea to people, they you know, it, it, it's it, 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 it's tricky for people to wrap their minds around it if, if they haven't experienced that before, a true ensemble, where everybody is really trying to get the best out of one another in that group. That's the key to it right there, folks. That's the key. So, you know, no matter how much time and energy we put into looking like some sort of image that we're putting out to the public, there's a lot more energy that's being spent in doing that than the energy that could be spent on just doing what we love doing, turning up the volume on others. See, when you turn up the volume, when you turn up the encouragement to everybody in the band, uh, to everybody in the situation that you're working in, and you're there to tweak each person in there to be awesome what happens is if everybody's doing that you get it back you get that energy back from everybody because everybody's distributing it and you're not at a loss you're not losing anything plenty of abundance for everybody because everybody understands that they understand that they're giving plenty of abundance they're receiving plenty of abundance And what a beautiful thing that is. What an extraordinary thing that is. Man. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man. You know, I've I've learned... I know it's so funny. My my comedy, if you could call it that, uh, has been to say stuff with such a straight face that people do not know that I'm joking. I mean, I I could push it to the limit in terms of the absurdity. And if I don't break character, that people are not going to know. You know? (laughs) So it gets me into trouble. Especially in text messages. You cannot tell the nuances in text messages. You cannot... You cannot distinguish... (laughs) I mean, even if you know that person... And you know their hearts, and you know that they're really not trying to hurt your feelings. Uh, it can still come off the wrong way. So sometimes I reread the stuff that I that I write. I've had discussions with people before, and, they, and they're like, "What? You know, they just can't believe it." Um. Uh, Because they think I'm actually serious in what I'm saying. But in my mind, I think that what I'm saying is so completely absurd that there's no way they would think I'm serious. Especially if they know my character. Especially if they know my character. Uh, I realize it's it's tricky for, for new people. And then, and then what do you do in that circumstance? Do I hold their hand and, and, you know, I, that's what I, I noticed, you know, throughout the past, 
I've given, so that's what's so beautiful about having a podcast. I don't have to just give little bits and uh, until people feel comfortable with the full enchilada. My podcast it just has it all. And um, it, it, you know, whatever you do resonates with those who are tuned into the same vibe. They understand it. They get it. <laughs> they get it. And that's the beauty, isn't it? That's the beauty. When you can all laugh together at the same joke. When you can all geek out about the same movies, music, uh, video game, comic book, what have you. It's just There's just nothing like it. It happens with TV shows. It happens with all kinds of shenanigans, all kinds of stuff. It's just, it feels really good, that community vibe. And I think that's an inborn thing that's that's in us. It's It's been said that we are hardwired. You know, you hear, hear that term a lot, hardwired. We're hardwired for noticing patterns. Okay, so what is the root of a pattern? A connection something that makes sense, a connection, connecting the dots. Um, It makes sense. And so, with that connection, we love the joy that, that brings us when we're in a group or of, of you know two or more people who can really laugh absurdly with us push it to the limit and i've got some friends like that that oh my god oh my god you know at first they're nuts they're like what are you talking about all this crazy spiritual what are you what are you doing what is that uh, and then and then i don't see him for a while and then it marinates the synchronicities, all that jazz, you know, that I've talked talked to him about before. It, marina- it marinates. And then, at some point, what's exciting is is that, uh, oh my God, I lost my train of thought because I just turned and now I'm trying not to hit people in the streets. We'll talk more about this later because I'm about to go down in the parking garage here. So um, I'm going to lose some reception anyway. So we will talk. We'll talk more later. But please, if you're a podcaster, get a hold of us. Okay. If you've got a theater, you want to put on a film festival, get a hold of us. Thank you. Purple line. It always shows up on time. Every time I listen to Inspirato Projecto, I hear these new kids talking about Yachtly Jew. Yachtly Jew did this. Yachtly Jew did that. What are they? What are they? My sugar? When's it ever gonna end? What are we gonna do here? Uh, I don't get it. Uh, have a Nathan's hot dog. They're kosher. I'm sorry to ruin. <clears throat> sorry to ruin the beautiful nature of this podcast but I was thinking when you started talking about sending a dead letter to the dead letter office was to write a whole hurl of insults (laughs) is that wrong (laughs) you just imagine some poor some poor person opening up a letter thinking oh dear dead letter office beep 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 (laughs) okay that's it as you were
Just thought I'd catch some of the landscaper dudes outside. Having their, having their uh, brainstorm sessions. You know, I gotta say, thank you so much for being here with me during this whole crazy journey with Kapow, putting this film festival together. It's really been therapeutic and you've probably listened and gone, what the hell, please shut up about your guy, uh, your bitch and your moaning, uh, please. For crying out loud, will you just, oh man. Oh man, you're making me crazy with this film festival stuff, man, please stop complaining. At least you're 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 doing something uh, that you love. So shut up. I'm sitting here in my nine to five job. Quit your bitching. Quit your complaining. So, thank you. Thank you for. Mm, 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 mm. Thank you for sticking in there with me. Being there with me on the journey. You know, I woke up this morning. First thing I did. <laughs> well, I hate to admit, but I looked at my Instagram. That's where I post all my promos for this podcast, actually. If you ever wanna, if you ever wanna interact with me on Instagram, um. By the way. Maria from Strong Body, Strong Soul. And Clay. And Mr. Turetsky. What is up? These three characters that I just mentioned. Mm. Mm-mm. These three characters. Man, I gotta tell you. There's nothing like... eating carrots these little tiny carrots oh my god carrots and coffee so these three characters that I just mentioned uh, have their own podcasts on Anchor and we all we all I don't want to say migrated um, but we added other later layers to our multi-dimension We've added other layers to our multi-dimensionalities and found each other on Instagram as well. So you can find me on Instagram. Look for Inspirato Projecto, all one word. Uh, let's be friends. Let me know that you, you heard me on the podcast and that's what you brought you over there because I, like I like to keep track of that stuff because then I can check out your pictures, check out your videos, and... Uh, and then I can check out your podcast. Uh, if we don't know each other yet, so uh, and, and and then if that and then if that's the case, then we can collaborate with each other, which would be great. I absolutely love the collaborative aspect of Anchor and also Instagram. Instagram. So the first thing I did, I woke up this morning. I looked at my Instagram, and. First thing on there I saw was a video by Teal Swan. Now, last night I was thinking about Teal Swan. I was going to reference her in a comment uh, to someone I was talking with. And she's a spiritual teacher, a philosopher, channeler, filled with insightful information. Filled with insightful information. She does what she calls shadow work. And she she dives deep in there. You get into the inner workings. You find out the reasons why you do what you do. This is the, these are big these are big deals here. Abraham Hicks is another great one. Bashar, look up these people on YouTube. Teal Swan has a YouTube channel too. Very insightful stuff. Very insightful stuff. This is human being type stuff. This is going down into the roots and finding out the reasons why we do what we do. Alcoholism, drug abuse, uh, 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 you know, all, all that stuff. All that stuff. You dive deep in there and you find out. I mean, it's like, 
you know, some people pay to, to go to psychologists to find out this information. This is basically, this is free psychological uh, and universal truths. This isn't just someone who you're, you're paying, you know, hundred bucks an hour to, to, to get this wisdom from. These are people who actually want to, to make the world a, a, a marvelous place. They, and they want you, and it starts with you. They want you to be a mar- in a marvelous place because that's where it begins. Uh, this podcast, that's, that's the mission, not necessarily to complain about working on a film festival or what have you. <laughs> it's about, you know, figuring out how to become the, the best versions of ourselves. Revealing that, allowing that to shine, allowing that to come through. Uh, the sculpture, David, you know, where he's got his arm, he's got his, he's holding on that rock, the David and Goliath sculpture. It's been said that as that as that was was chiseled away, it wasn't necessarily trying to chisel this form into the into the stone. It was revealing what was already there. So when we, when we do the, our best in revealing what is actually already there, that is just waiting to be, to be seen, appreciated, uh, encouraging, inspiring to the world. Boy, that's, uh, that's, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Start on the inside. So I woke up seeing these videos and, you know, when you wake up first thing in the morning, whatever you fill your mind with first thing in the morning is kind of how the rest of your day is going to be dictated. It's pretty much the, the starting point, the starting domino as to how the rest of that day is going to unfold. So I saw these Teal Swan videos. I went through a bunch of these things and, oh my God, I was just feeling lighter and lighter and lighter and um, more in tune and I just went off to the store. I just came back. I didn't have any coffee at all. I didn't even eat anything yet. And I felt like I had a coffee buzz. And holy moly, did that affect my interactions with the people at large. Now, guess what? Since that started off my day, the whole rest of the day, that's the lens that I'm going to be looking through. Any kapow situations, any whatever situations that might require a, a, a series of, of, of intricate little gears and findings and, and, and switches and cogs and wires and veins and arteries and xylems and phloems. Uh, bam. Taken care of. It's all going to get, it's all going to f- basically be encompassed, umbrellaed, biodomed, <laughs> ecosystemed within that within that, that intention, within that perspective. There, it's not, it's, there's no joke when people say, oh, did, what, did you wake up on the wrong side of the bed today? That's, that's, a, that's a wonderful expression right there. That's a wonderful expression. Because when you wake up on the right side of the bed, basically, that's the start of your day. So rather than filling our minds with news of... All of, the, all of the things that these news channels want to broadcast to us, telling us about all the terrible things in the world and, and all this stuff, you know? Because who wants to feel that weight on their shoulders first thing in the day? Nobody wants to feel that weight in their shoulders first thing in the day. You want to feel weightless first thing in the day. You want to feel like you're, you can handle all kinds of stuff. I'm watching the cats play hide and seek right now, which is just so adorable. These guys, oh my god, these guys, they're so adorable. You know, it's so funny. Hi, Gonzo. Hi, Gonzo. When it was just me and Gonzo living here, Dr. Gonzo, when he and I were just living here, I'd play hide and seek with him all the time. I'd peek around the corners, then I'd hide, and then I'd peek around the corner, I'd see him, and I'd whoop, and all of a sudden he'd come running over to me, and then I'd go, yeah! And then I go chasing after him, and then he go hide around a corner. And then, uh, oh my God, 
it, it was just this fun back and forth thing. So I taught him that, and then he taught the the other two cats that, Oliver and Marky. Those are my sister's cats, and. So he started. So he started teaching Oliver and Marking, and now those guys do it. They now they do it. Hi guys! Oh, you guys are so cute. You got a great hiding place there, Marky. Check out Marky. He 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 purrs even if you just look at him. Okay, he purrs even if you just look at him here. Let's check. Let's check out the the purry purring of this man here, this orange creature. Oh, where'd you go? So, so folks, this is my public service announcement to you. First thing, first thing in the day, fill your brain with something that motivates you. Fill your brain with something that, that excites you. Fill your brain with, with, fill your senses with something that really, really puts a spring in your step. Added to the fact, added to the fact, find yourself, um, appreciating the process of what you're creating. I'm speaking from experience. I mean, you went through me with this experience with Kapow. It's still not over. I still got to make a, uh, uh, I still got to pick out uh, nominees. So there, there are so many moving parts. So many little moving parts. Uh, and I'm sure someone wrote a book about a guidebook of some sort uh, on how to do film festivals. So I probably should have read that. And if it's out there, I will read it. If it's not out there, I just might write it. Uh, <laughs> oh God, you guys. That's part of the thing. That's, that's, uh, that's a reminder for me to, when I, when I, when I embark on a large project and you've got all of this stuff just thrown at you, all this stuff just coming at you. Um, take each piece at a time. It doesn't have to be this overwhelming monster. And when we get, when you get through this thing, when you have this intention and then you create this thing, oh my God, the joy that can come from that. The joy, that's the reward. That's the reward. Because otherwise, what's the point in intending something and then doing it? You have a dream, bam, it comes true. Okay, now's the time to celebrate that dream. Yeah, but it didn't have this. Yeah, but that didn't go right. Yeah, but we could have done this better. Yeah, but... Well, okay. When we train ourselves to have that mentality, then no matter what happens, even if everything goes off without a hitch... There is still going to be that residual thing, that possibility, that residual thing in your brain to go, oh, well, yeah, yeah, we got all this stuff, got all that stuff, all this, you know, all that, all this, but we could have had this thing, this extra thing. So, man, really appreciate the dream, the fact that it evolved. And what really helps is... Enabling it, enabling the dream to be what it wants to be. We got to remember that the dream has to be what it wants to be. Because that dream first came to us out of the ether. It came out of nowhere. At some point, we did not have the dream. And then at some point, we did have the dream. At some point, we did not have the dream. At some point, we did have the dream. What is that? That's the epiphany. That's the lightning strike. The universe going, bam. Here's something. You know, it's almost like giving us a glimpse into the future. Here's something. And it's just, you know, sort of a sort of a loose br- blueprint of this thing. Uh, and you just, you cater to it. You let it be what it wants to be. Now, of course, the more, the more people that you got involved, they're going to add their input. They're going to add their insight. And if the input and the insight doesn't take away from the dream, if it adds to it, adds value to it, moves it forward, then why not accept it? We can contribute or we can contaminate. As my Uncle Arnie used to say, 
He also used to say, I'm a legend in my own mind, which I think is brilliant. If you ever get a chance, check out Big Fish. That, <laughs> that pretty much sums up Uncle Arnie. That, that, that sums up Uncle Arnie. So, having said that, I'd love to collaborate with you. Find me on Instagram at Inspirato Projecto. I'm on Twitter at Inspirato Project. Uh, I got a Facebook page. Uh, you can send me email, inspiratoprojecto at gmail.com. Send me your stuff. I'll play it on the podcast. Uh, you can call the hotline. 561-203-9179 or you could call the hotline and actually and truly leave a message and I could put it into this these episodes. Just ask Craig Spivak. Craig, if you're listening, I'm talking to you, bub. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you, bub. Without uh with without further ado, I now say goodbye. <laughs>